Welcome back to another Truth Matters podcast episode where we are speaking the truth while it's still legal. Thanks for tuning in. Sit back, relax, and get ready to hear the truth. I'm your host, Matt Franklin. We're back. Yes, I did say we are back because my wife is on today. Hey, hey. It's good to be back. <laughs> this this is uh, Witchcraft in the Music Industry Part 4, the fourth and final episode. I hope you're having a great day today, and I hope you enjoyed that new intro. Compliments of my wife. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> she gave me the idea for that first line there. So the past three episodes, we've been talking about witchcraft in the music industry. If you haven't listened to those past three episodes, go back and listen to those before you listen to this one so that it'll make a lot more sense. I had it in mind to do this myself, and I would have had this episode uploaded already, but last night when I recorded it, I spent two hours on this episode by myself, and I thought I had it in the bag. I was getting ready to tie the the outro music to the podcast and upload it when my computer decided to freeze, Mm. and uh, so I did a, a factory reset, and when uh, sometimes when the computer turns back on, the information is still there, but this time, it was gone. Oh, man. <laughs> so, needless to say, I got pretty discouraged, and I said, okay, I'm just forgetting this tonight. I'm going to go to sleep. I rest it off, and maybe I just need to pull my wife in on this episode. So, now, I've got her to chime in uh, <laughs> and tell us what she thinks about what I've been talking about mm. and uh, see if she has any thoughts. So, without further ado, here we go. Research conducted from Stephen Stack of Wayne State University and Jim Gundlach from Auburn University indicates a connection between country music and suicide. Country music? You mean that old country music (laughs) is connected to suicide? Everybody likes country music, right? Especially those people who live in Kentucky like me. We like country music down here. What's what's so wrong with country music? Well, uh, Stack and Gunlick performed a multiple regression analysis of 49 metropolitan areas and found that the greater the airtime devoted to country music, the higher the suicide rate. In their research report, they explained that the effect is independent of divorce, southerness, poverty, and gun availability. Mm. The higher the airtime devoted to country music, the higher the suicide rate. That's kind of hard to believe, isn't it? Crazy. I mean, we listen, a lot of us listen to country music, and uh, we really think of it as an innocent thing, but I'm going to read some lyrics to you here shortly. That seems to be a reoccurring thing is the lyrics, and that's something that really sticks out to me is um, a lot of us are drawn to songs, I think, because of the beat or that they're catchy, the tune is catchy, you like the way that it sounds. Uh, but are we really paying attention to the lyrics? And I can think back when I was in high school. Um, I don't care to say it. I loved rap music. I went through this phase. I was not uh, following the Lord as closely as I am today. And I really got attached to rap music. But it wasn't the lyrics that I was attached to. It was that beat. I loved the beat. And now looking back, 
um, at some of the songs that I used to listen to. And, you know, now me being an adult and I, I, I'm actually listening to the lyrics and what they're saying, it's appalling. So um, that that's something to take into account is, you know, what are the lyrics saying? What are you feeding your soul? I've, I've done the same thing. You know, I've heard some songs in my older years. Not that I'm very old, but when I hear some of those songs played that I listened to in my young years, I don't remember the lyrics being that crude yeah. and that nasty and that vulgar yep. and that perverted. And uh, I, I think that's really the point. You know, a lot of young people are very impressionable. Yes. And they're not very intentional. They just kind of fly by the seat of their shirt tail, so to speak. Yeah. And they just kind of do what feels good. Mm-hmm. And they don't really pay attention to what they're doing. That's why they need a leader That's in true. their lives, like you, mom, you, dad, you, pastor, you, uh, preacher, teacher. Yes. Leader. We're all leaders. We are leading somebody either to Christ or from Him. That's true. By the way we live, but it's it's our job as leaders to lead others in wisdom and making good decisions. And it's okay to tell a friend that's not good. You know, that's not uh, uh, you shouldn't be doing that if it's something that's da- endangering their soul. You know, we need more people who are willing to be honest with us about the things of life. You know, I've got a buddy I was on the phone with the other day, and I was asking him his opinion about something. He gave me his honest opinion, and it wasn't what I really wanted to hear. <laughs> wasn't what I expected. But did I get offended? No. I appreciate that because he was honest with me. Yeah, Honesty it goes a long way with me, and uh, honesty is a um, rare jewel That's this true. day and age. I don't want to get off the subject, but we we're talking about lyrics, and here are some lyrics to some hit songs. We left the club right around 3 o'clock in the morning. His pinto is sitting there in the parking lot. Well, it should have been a warning. I had no clue what I was getting into, so I blame it on the Cuervo. Oh, where did my manners go? Here's a song that a lot of us have listened to and have jammed out to. Mama, I just killed a man. Put a gun against his head. Pulled the trigger. Now he's dead. This is a huge song, and you probably know exactly the song I'm talking about. But folks, when we dance to these songs... When we bob our heads to these songs, when we jam out to these songs going down the road, when we sing along with these songs, maybe we don't mean what we're saying, but what are we really saying? Yeah. What are we entertaining? The Bible says that it's very possible for you to entertain angels unawares, and I'm paraphrasing. We can be entertaining angels unaware. How much more can we be entertaining spirits of the devil, seducing spirits, when we entertain such song as this, murder? We're entertaining the spirit of murder. That's true. And you have to remember, God has angels, and the devil also has angels. So I believe right, that that scripture, angels. yeah, that scripture can go absolutely both ways. You're entertaining angels of God, and you can also entertain angels of the devil. What are you entertaining? And I asked you this, I think, last week, but if Jesus was in that car with you, would he approve of what you're listening to? What are you entertaining? And if it's something that God doesn't approve of, do you think His Spirit is going to dwell in a place like that? And you wonder why sometimes you're so depressed. It feels like God's a million miles away. Well, what are you surrounding yourself with? What kind of atmosphere are you creating for the presence of God? Is it something that He can come dwell in and He can approve of and He can feel comfortable in? You know, we're so used to comforting ourselves in the flesh. We've forgotten that we need to comfort our King, our Savior our Lord. 
Did you know that our podcast is reaching people across the globe? When you donate to this ministry, you are helping us spread the gospel to people all around the world. If you would like to donate to this ministry, you can do so by clicking the PayPal link in the description box below or email us at truthmatterswithmatt at gmail.com. Thank you for helping us spread the truth in love. Sean Foyt, if if you're familiar with him and his um, his revival ministry that he's been doing over the last couple of years, he's he, a guy that's not afraid to speak out. Yes, yes, I appreciate him so much. But he actually posted this on Facebook about three hours ago, and um, it it's actually a screenshot of a tweet by this artist who I have never heard of, but um, apparently it's a she. I could not tell it was a she by looking at her picture. But anyways, um, she tweeted, We did it again, an openly queer artist holding the number one spot on the Christian charts, Baby Bloom. And apparently her album is called Late Bloomer. I just wanted to read you one of the lyrics from her song called Jesus from Texas. And I cut my hair because I'm worth it. And these days I believe in Bigfoot more than God because who's he hurting? I grew up a preacher's kid cleaning up after communion. So I know that a church is not a way to live. It's a weekly reunion. My best friend found God, so we lost touch. I guess a savior beats a friend who thinks you're good enough. I hope she finds love and peace, and if her kid comes out, I hope that she calls me. Oh, what a horrible honor it's been to learn that my blessings are things you call sins. I'll spend the rest of my life tearing down the Jesus from Texas you put in a crown, but I won't give up on you. That song is a catastrophe. Yes, it is. And it deserves to be at the bottom of the charts. Yep. And thankfully, Sean Foyt obviously was calling it out. Right. And I love him for that. Thank you, Sean Foyt. Give it up for fame. But I still don't know why, why I love it so much, enough to make me want to murder. Golly. Katy Perry's Grammy Award-winning performance, Dark Horse, in 2014, had witchcraft and satanic symbolism. And she's just one of the many artists. It's become a lot more prevalent, especially the past few years. A lot of these big-name artists are incorporating witchcraft into their music. Lady Gaga says she has a spirit living inside her. In an article written by JesusTruthDeliverance.com, she told how she would lock herself in a room snorting bags and bags of the drug to get inspiration of her music. And this is rah, rah, (laughs) don't even know the song, but people are just nonchalantly jamming out to songs like this. Oh, it's not about the lyrics with us. It just sounds cool. But subconsciously, those lyrics are going into your mind and your mind and your soul is feeding on that. Yeah. And they're sending you a message and you're receiving it. Whether you believe it or not, you're receiving that message. When you open yourself up to these things, you're opening a door and you're opening a portal. And be careful because it could be a portal that allows demonic forces to enter into your life and cause trouble and cause things to happen to you that should not happen, but you gave him permission. Jay-Z claimed that Jesus Christ is the original fake news. Little Wayne quoted, sold my soul to the devil, made a prophet. Justin Timberlake said, all you people out there, Satan is my master. These people aren't playing around. They're telling you who they serve. They're telling you what they stand for. And many of us Christians, we're afraid to say that we stand for Jesus openly. That's right. I think that when people hear that, they just think, oh, they're just kidding. But why would they say that jokingly? You know, like, 
It doesn't make sense for them to just nonchalantly out of the air, just pull that out of the clouds and just randomly say something like that. They're telling you the truth. And I think that a lot of people, when they hear that, they just, I don't know, they just brush it under the rug, just like it's nothing. We've developed this passive Christianity, and uh, we just don't want to get involved. We don't want to offend anybody. We just want to hush-hush about it. We don't want to speak out against things that uh, we disagree with. But if you stand on the Word, you have every right to stand against it. You have every right to speak out against it. And um, we just kind of excuse everything. Well, maybe they didn't mean that. Maybe, like you said, it was a joke. Um, Maybe that's just part of their character. But maybe they're really a Christian. Here's an example of somebody who claims to have been saved and made a Christian album. Kanye West, he quoted, I sold my soul to the devil. I know it's a bad deal. At least it came with a few toys like a Happy Meal. This man supposedly came out not too long ago and said that he got saved, claimed that he got saved. A few months or a year or so down the road, he's promoting an album for a man by the name of Little Nos X. Have you heard of the name? He recently came out with a shoe, a satanic shoe with actual blood in it to let the world know who he stands for. He writes and records songs that are satanic to the core. Uh, One of his songs has a music video of Satan himself committing a sexual act with Little Nos Mm -hmm. to let the world know who he stands for. Clearly, he does not love God. He hates God. He stands for Satan. And after Kanye West supposedly got saved, he helped to produce this album for Little Nas X. Folks, we ha- we can't be naive in this end time. Yeah, we can't believe everything that the world tells us. True. Maybe there are a few here and there that do get saved, and I pray to God every single one of them gets saved. But when they devote their lives to Satan and they supposedly come out and get saved and make a Christian album, don't just believe them. Don't just take them at face value. The Bible says by, your, by their fruits you will know them. Right. Try that person. Watch their fruits. Are they truly walking out what they claim yes. to be walking out? Because a lot of times in the music industry, it's just propaganda. Sales. If they come out with a gospel album, guess what? They're going to reach a broader audience. Yep. They're going to reach more people. Yep. That's so true. anytime someone that uh, lives a life like Kanye West or uh, any of these other artists and they come out and say that I got saved and I'm making a gospel album, I'm going to hold my guard up and I'm going to try them and I'm going to watch their life before I decide that they've gotten saved. Yeah. And I think that we will see, we will start seeing that a lot more as it gets closer to the coming of the Lord. And we we can already see it now that it almost, the way I picture it is, you know, the music industry has always had boundaries. You know, you're you're either in the country category, you're in the Christian category, but now we're seeing those lines. Emergence. It, there's been an emergence. And we're seeing country artists are now merging over to the Christian I turned on Caleb the other day, and uh, Thomas Rhett was singing, and I I did not look at the dial that my uh, radio was on, and I thought that someone had changed the radio station in my car because it was Thomas Rhett, and I thought, well, this is country. 
And then I checked and it was, no, it was Caleb. So we're seeing those lines um, become blurred. And, you know, like you said, and I think that we're going to start seeing that a lot more. Oh, yeah. To money propaganda and the Christian music industry, just because they put the name Jesus on it doesn't mean that they have good intentions. At the end of the day, they're there to make money. Yeah. It's about the money. A little side note about my life. You know, I had a few opportunities in my life, pretty huge opportunities, and uh, it could have changed my whole life. I had some opportunities with some record labels, and contracts were presented to me. What did I do with those contracts? I didn't make a hasty decision. I didn't run after those contracts. But guess what? I prayed about it. I slept on it. When I did that, I didn't really get the answer that I wanted because anybody that knows me knows I have a passion for music. I've been a songwriter and a singer for several years, and uh, me and my band, we've put a few albums out. I wanted to go on the road, but God clearly told me no, and I had to be willing to take the no or the yes. You know, a lot of times when we pray about something, we're looking for a yes, and we keep praying about it until we get a yes. But if God says no, trust Him with the no. I'm glad that I obeyed God because since then, I've answered the call to preach the gospel. I have started this podcast where I, we're reaching people around the world now, Yes, literally in other countries. And I have grown a family of four beautiful children, an amazing wife, a beautiful wife. And uh, we have a homeschool that yeah. we started. There's a lot of things that have been birthed since I told God, well, God, as much as I love music, I'm going to put it right here in your hands, mm. and I'm going to put you first. And if that time comes that you want me to step out, you'll tell me. I don't have to push it. Because here's the thing. If it's God's will, you don't have to push it. Yeah, It'll come. It'll happen. It'll come to pass. You just walk where God tells you to walk. You just hold his hand and trust him and walk where he tells you to walk. Yes. And if you get a check in your spirit, if you're listening to something or watching something and you don't feel right about it, that can be God's voice right there telling you, be careful here. I don't want you to be a part of this. Don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to have standards. Don't be afraid to have convictions Right. and say, I don't feel right about that. I don't know why. I'm not saying that these people are bad people, but I don't feel right about it. Yeah. So I'm going to say no to this right now until God tells me it's okay. Yeah. Trust your discernment. Trust Jesus. He's, I, I say this all the time, but He's not going to take you out in left field and just drop you off and leave you. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. If you trust Him and put it in His hands, you cannot go wrong. He's not going to let you go wrong. He's not going to steer you wrong. Right. He'll never steer you wrong. And I, I want to close with this quote and a scripture. What you're consuming is what you're becoming. What kind of person do you want to become in the next five years, ten years? What kind of person do you want the world to remember you as? A person who had conviction, a person who was a person of faith, who stood their ground when things weren't right, who was bold enough to stand for the truth, and who loved Jesus with all their heart? Or do you want to be one of those who just went wherever the tides take you and followed the trends and did whatever the world told you to do? I want to be that first person. Yeah. How about you? 
Philippians 4 and 8 says, Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. So I want to challenge you. I hope these four episodes have opened your eyes and challenged you to at least think about what you're consuming, because what you're consuming is what you're becoming. Do you want to become more like Jesus? Then think on these things, Philippians 4 and 8. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends so that we can get the truth out. Have a great day.